Get off my lawn! But first, subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification button so that we get to annoy you every time we upload a video. The Magic Dads podcast is now available wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube at the Old Cranky Man Collectibles YouTube channel. Magic Dads is brought to you by Old Cranky Man Collectibles and all of our generous patrons over at patreon.com forward slash MTG Dads podcast. Go check it out for exclusive content and so much more. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Magic Dads podcast. I'm Blake, and I'm here with Stefan. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> so it's Monday, and that means we're going to talk about Canadian Highlander. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, what, what were we on about right now? <laughs> we're continuing our five-part series on the seven-pointed cards. And we've gotten through the two... Two of two of the really good ones. The, yeah, two two probably best. Not to bury the lead too much, but not the best, but two of the best. Two of the most iconic cards, right? In all of Magic: <laughs> Colon the Gathering. And today we're going to talk about a very very bad Magic card. <laughs> I wouldn't say very very bad, but it's very 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 bad Magic card. <laughs> I uh, we, we sort of had a, a pre-discussion about how we feel about this card. We're talking about Time Vault. Um, so, Blake, what does Time Vault do? Um, it doesn't do what R&D <laughs> intended for it to do. No, no, it doesn't. So it's a, it's a two-mana two, artifact. Two-mana okay. artifact. It mm -hmm. comes into play tapped. It does Correct. not untap during your untap step. Yep. You can tap Time Vault to take an extra turn after this one. Mm-hmm. And how do we untap it? With Voltaic Key or uh, Ral Zarek, is it Viceroy or Tezzeret the Seeker or Voltaic Servant or, or Manifold Key or, or on the card? You can skip. Oh, your you turn. can skip your turn to untap it. <laughs> uh, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me yeah. know down in the comments if you've ever skipped your turn to untap a Time Vault because you're oh, my God, hero. Nah. You're no. my hero. Please no. I, I okay. Wait, 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 wait. So one of the questions here on this page is 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 what is the what is the best way to build a time vault deck? Okay. Now I think it's stasis because I completely forgot that you can <laughs> skip your turn to untap time vault. You only get to do it once. You can't like hold priority and like, do it a bunch. It's just once on your. That's at, fine. At, the, at your, the beginning of your turn, it's like it's sort of a weird. I'm sure the Oracle uh, text is different. Uh, like, no. if, if you would start your turn, you can skip your turn instead. If you do, at the beginning of your next untap step, untap Voltaic Key, or uh, Time Vault. So, I did want to cover this, because this is sort of a weird thing. Um, time Vault is one of a few cards that has received errata, and then had that errata removed. Um, there was a point in time around 4th uh, edition, 5th edition, where Wizards of the Coast were updating the wording on a lot of their cards, and they functionally changed a bunch of them. And at one point, Time Vault 
only untapped if you skipped your turn. There was no other way to untapped it. And they basically altered the card in a functional way to where it that that was the only way to do it. You could not interact with it in a time with time vault. You could not interact with it in any other capacity. Mm. Um, no twiddle effects or anything. Mm-hmm. So effectively they fixed the card, mm-hmm. but then they decided to unfix it. They basically undid the errata. Um, and so there's there's actually a handful of cards that, and Time Vault's not one of these because it never got a reprint after uh, Unlimited because it's a hard, hard R reserved list card. <laughs> um, but there is like, <laughs> uh, there are some cards that received functional errata that got a printing of that functional errata and then it was reverted. Mm. Um, there was, there's I did the, not know that. Yeah, there's the green, um, so all of the, you know, the, the free, um, alliances cards, the instance that sort of let you pitch a card, yeah. mm-hmm. the green one yep. has been errated, I think four times. It and puts, it puts plus two, plus one counters on creatures. It puts three plus one, plus one counters on creatures that go away at the end of the turn. I think they're plus two, plus one counters. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's not it's it's not very good but it does put the counters on and then remove them at the end of the turn yeah that's how the original printing is so when when infect was brand spanking new i played mono green infect and oh yeah had four of that card in it yeah so you you know like it puts counters on it right yeah there there is a printing that says creatures get plus three plus three plus two plus two or plus one plus one or whatever permutation until end of turn it removes the counters verbiage oh it's just a buff Mm -hmm. yeah and then they count then they went back they changed it back to the original verbiage and they've done that to a bunch of cards um these days everything that was errated um in fourth and fifth edition has reverted back to the original printing on it Hmm. Um, and time vault is one of those cards that went through a couple stages of errata. And finally they said, you know what, forget it. We'll just go back to the original printing. Interesting. Well, um, okay. Yeah. So I, I really like the idea of time vault. I like mm-hmm. time vault as an idea. Conceptually. And I, and I really, really wish that you didn't have to build your deck with a bunch of crappy cards in order to make it work. What do you mean? Work. What are you so, talking about? Uh, Voltaic Key, for example, is not a good card. I don't know what you mean. It's it is not <laughs> a good card. No, it's it's a combo piece. It doesn't. And else. It, okay, so like here's another two card combo, for example, um, Painter Servant and Grindstone. How many points is that? It's zero points. <laughs> yeah, and it also ends the game if it goes off. Most and of the time, yeah. Face up painter's servant is not exactly a very good magic card. No. Um, it's a one four, one three? I do not recall what its power and toughness is. Craft just killed me with it the other day and I still don't remember. I think I it's a, it out of my mind. I think it's a one three. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is a one three because I could have I could have yeah, it's a long story. I missed I missed a kill on a Yogma. So let me tell <laughs> you about salty. another two card combo. Yeah. Uh, Thopter Foundry and Sword of the Meek. Excellent cards. How many points are those? Zero. Okay. <laughs> Both of those cards are are pretty good on their own. Yes. Uh, yeah, one absolutely. of them one of them can gain life and make one ones and mm-hmm. and the other one is an is an equipment that come can come back from the graveyard without any investment. Yeah. 
it, no mana, right? Like, does it? No, cost it's mana whenever a, no. if it's in your yeah. yard and you get a one one, it it comes back. It pops in. Yep. Just sees that one one and goes, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" Yeah, I, I like those combos an awful lot. I feel like um, those kind of combos are sort of easy to slot into an artifact build because they are um, low density. Like they require very little from a deck building constraint. Right. And there's lots of ways to find them. Yes. Like fabricate and uh Yes. And the same can be said for Key Vault. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Vault eats seven points eats, out of your deck. Vault eats seven points out of your deck. Yeah. Um and I I don't know if it's necessarily the healthiest thing to to consider unpointing it or depointing it in some ways. Um, but I don't know that we want to be timid in the face of potentially, um, allowing decks to be better, right? Because right now, do you think that Time Vault is a playable deck? No, no. But I do think that like artifact combos, welder, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it is a very, 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 very good deck. Yeah, and you don't play bad cards in those decks. Right, and you don't have to play bad cards that cost seven points. Mm-hmm. You still get to play the other two-card artifact combos mm-hmm. All that, of them. that also lose two in a braid, but they don't cost points. I, I also will note that those decks don't generally play a lot of... Rather, they don't play the density of uh, the, the kind of mopey mana rocks that that time vault seems to play um they play a lot of mana rocks especially for a deck that doesn't seem to want to i haven't a lot. i haven't i don't know if i've ever looked at somebody else's time vault deck list mm-hmm. um it's, i i think like okay so here's here's where i'm at like in order for time vaults to be good mm-hmm. it needs to not be seven points Right, first of all. So that I can play actual good cards instead of it in my deck, and then, mm-hmm. like, and then like you know, not feel so bad about playing this. Like, I need, I need Moxin in my artifact deck. Or I need Tinker I need to not tinker. cost three points. I need, I need Tinker or Transmute Artifact. Yeah. Which you can play Transmute Artifact alongside Time Vault. Play tinker alongside. You can play tinker vault. alongside time vault, but then that's the entirety of your points. That's all your points, and so and, it's probably not worth it because, like, yeah, tinker. Well, tinker absolutely is is tinker. I think probably worth two, three, three, three ish points. Yeah, two and uh, a half. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it, it's it's certainly um, way more powerful in a vacuum than time vault is. I mean, yeah, certainly the only, the only, the only bar for entry for tinker is having an artifact in play and one in your deck, having a good one in your deck. And hopefully you have done this. You've put a, an inkwell Leviathan or a Blightsteel Colossus. In I, your yeah. Deck. I don't know if I've ever put an inkwell Leviathan into play, but I have put many I, Blightsteel Colossuses into play. I with love tinker. an inkwell Leviathan. <laughs> uh, so, back, back in the day, it was Masticor. Yeah, <laughs> That's man. I opened one of those and then immediately traded it because it was worth a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
Um, what what does the deck look like right now that plays this? Yeah, so you were just saying something about a bunch of mana rocks, and I don't really that kind of misses with me because I wouldn't. That's not really. I don't think so that's there's, really what I would do. You know, I'd be playing like yeah. goblin welders and and thopters and swords, and and I'd be playing a bunch of different like two artifact combos. There's there's sort of two different schools. Um. One is the deck that wants to utilize Talarian Academy and go big on mana, um, which is a little confusing to me because there doesn't seem to be a lot that they're spending that mana on. They're just trying to, they're they're hoping to run into a wheel effect. Um, and or like maybe make, make a bunch of clues or something. Yeah. Or, or get a walking ballist out. They can dump a bunch of mana into um, but then that seems like a better plan than time than the, vault than the time vault, right? So you could just like you know play, yeah, not time vault and play and, mo- and play moxin exactly. And then the other deck is sort of a, a a capital C control deck, and that's a lot of times we see that in, in blue black or esper, um, and and confusingly those don't seem to be running any of the car, the combo, the additional combos that we've talked about. So I, I don't, I don't know that that's, that that's probably an okay way to build the deck mm-hmm. because like you need, you need very little for the combo to actually work. You, you basically just need two cards and yeah. then a way to find them. So like Tezzer mm-hmm. the seeker, He's not the best planeswalker that's ever been printed, but he's pretty good in an artifact dense deck. Sure. Like of all of the, of all of the bad cards you can play that combo with time vault, he's, he's one of the better ones. Yeah. So like I could see playing like an Esper or blue, black or blue, white control deck mm-hmm. that has time vault in it as a way to, as a way to just end the game on the spot. Mm-hmm. But I then I also question like, why play a mediocre planeswalker and a seven pointed card when you could just play good points instead and not yeah. have to mess with it? You know I mean, what I mean? As, like as for artifact seems totally fine at seven at seven points. It's just, it's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sort of cr- created a lot of, a lot of bottlenecks for yourself there yeah. in building around it, because not only are you running a lot of bad cards in the form of like artifact untappers, you're also spending all those points in in that, and then you could be running like very good cards, and that's sort of like the the theme of what we've been talking about is that right now in the meta you can't really afford to play bad cards. No, yeah, like we see a lot of lists where people run like dread fugue, and which is so limited or expensive on either uh, oh, side. Oh, in a in a in a time vault deck. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've seen that. So yeah. like the idea there is to have the combo in your hand and then take your opponent's interaction out of their hand. Apparently, but why not just run counter magic or just play an actual threat? Like grief would be fine. Yeah. That seems, that seems very weird. Dreadfugue, not a good magic card. I don't mind like Wishclaw talisman as an artifact sort of centric uh, tutor. So the cool thing about running Wishclaw Talisman alongside Voltaic Key is that you can do weird stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can sort of tap it, you can get two it. tutors out of it. But yeah, uh, 
But then if you're having if you have the big mana and you're tutoring two cards, we're, we're like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying this. We're trying too hard to make this right. Work. Exactly. There there are it's, better combos so, that cost less. Like even even if it was zero points, I don't know that it's I don't think it's good. Yeah, you're calling that. I, even at zero points, I don't think it's good. No. So time vault to zero is what you you're have saying? to play so many bad cards in your deck to make it work. <laughs> It's it's I, not any different than playing than 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 playing Grindstone Painter's Servant. It's not any different than playing Thopter Sword. Thopter Sword doesn't actually end the game on the spot. You just gain yeah. life equal to the amount of mana you can put into it, um, which is good. But okay, so it's not any different than Grind, Grindstone Painter's Servant. It's no different. I I will say that Grindstone Painter's Servant is a narrower combo in that it requires two cards. It requires two specific cards, right? Whereas Time Vault requires one specific card and then a plethora of different interactions. That you've put in your deck to make it work that don't do anything outside of having Time Vault. It's not good. They untap Grim Monolith, baby. It's not good. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I do like the idea of a Voltaic Servant untapping your Grim Monolith, but like that's a cool interaction that costs nothing. And also... Last time I checked, Voltaic Servant is not the most impressive two-drop I've ever seen. It's a it's a creature. It's a creature with pseudo vigilance. That uh so That's fun. <laughs> I I like the idea of an I again going back to it, I like the idea of this artifact control deck that has like sort of a big finisher. Like I talked to talked to you about, about this, but like a Traxo Scourge of Krug is a very cool artifact creature that can really, that can finish the game on its own. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You don't need a time vault to do that though. No, exactly. And it can, it can take the initiative. Um, I, I don't even hate winning with like a baleful Strix. In a, in a I love winning. I love winning artifact. games of magic with baleful Strix. Exactly. Like <laughs> we, we have seen like a, a, a handful of artifact decks recently kind of pop up in our meta that run a lot of very good cards mm -hmm. to good effect. And they mm -hmm. are weighted in such a way that they can really overcome artifact disruption to the point yeah. where, and, and it would be, it would be really unfortunate if you had to like not play all of the good cards so that you can play mediocre or bad cards that make your yeah. time vault work instead of just playing mox, mox, mox Academy. Yeah, and spending seven points that you could spend other places, either on Moxin or in like, if you just want to do like a mana drain, like card draw, like some of the more efficient card draw engines, like, um, like Treasure Cruise, like I think that's totally reasonable too. Especially if you're like, if you're really like doing a control deck with like blue black or whatever, that seems like a totally fine way to spend to spend points um, if you want to lean into the control aspect. But I. Overall, I think it's just a nice mid-range deck. A lot of synergies, and it doesn't lose to like it doesn't it doesn't roll over to collector oof. That too. <laughs> like, if, if your deck straight loses to collector oof, re-examine your deck. Reconsider or, or make sure you can kill a collector oof. Yeah, like runs run kill spells. It's okay for your deck to not be entirely artifacts, right? Or yeah, like I know portable <laughs> hole, portable hole in glass casket are sort of like some of the de facto artifact hate, but like it's okay to run spells, run a spell, it's fine. Yeah, run a fatal push. Anyway, so what what we're sort of getting at here is I think 
we this is one of the worst seven point cards i think it is i think it is the bottom it's It's bottom it's yeah it's the worst seven pointed card Mm -hmm. um i don't think it's particularly close i i can't i can't work out a scenario in my head where where i want to spend seven points on on a time vault um, I, 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 I don't think I have a time vault. I don't think uh, I, I want to spend five or f- even four on it. Um, I might try it at three. Yeah, it, it almost feels like um, a few years back, we pointed the the uh, Flash Hulk combo into the dirt, right? Five, uh, seven, seven and three. Um, uh-huh. And it feels sort of reactionary in that way where there was a time when time vault really dominated oh and i'm sure i'm sure that there was mm-hmm. um but i i, I the format is extremely interactive mm-hmm. it's extremely proactive and you really can't afford to be playing a whole bunch of bad cards in your deck so like i kind of want this deck to to, to exist part, like, part of me wants yeah. this deck to exist agreed and and I, I like i said i can't work out a scenario in my head where it's okay to just to play it with a straight face and not expect to uh draw really bad hands and have to mulligan a lot and, and, and have to just play a, you know, a very bad game of magic when there's just better options. Yeah. So, uh, on a final note, I want to see what people, what people think about where it should be in points, right? Cause you said three, I think three Uh, is probably go back to five. I think that's what I'm floating. I think we can go back to five at minimum Mm -hmm. and then, and then we'll, and then after that, we'll talk about, you know, yeah. go back a little I, bit more. I want to see it do well. I, I want it to at least be a consideration, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. As a combo deck, I want it to be there. Let us know down in the comments. Yeah. Engage interaction. How many points you want Time Vault to be before you think it's playable? Listen, we're so glad that you joined us today. And I just want to remind you that we're proud we're of proud you. We're proud of you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody.